This is a podcast for the living. And we're your hosts, Graham and Saul. And we're here to share with you all kinds of creative, educational, inspirational, straight from the heart, content that could change your life. What? Podcast. 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 Brain juice. You about to get educated. Brain stuff. Do I time it? I think so. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Do I have a ding, da ding, and that's our thing? We just have like a timer go off in the middle of our conversation. <laughs> it's like, oh, we're done. It's Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, guys, we can't finish this. We'll continue because there is something to be said about just having it consistent sure. and short. And sure. Every one is 20 minutes. Yeah. All right. And we always start with the timer. Yeah. Okay. All right. And, and go. Podcast number one. Podcast uno. We have no plans about what we're talking about here. No. At all. No, we never have plans in life, do we? Well, you're, we're you're trying kind of a, to. You're a planner. I plan more than I used to plan, that's for sure. Okay, I got something. Okay. Um, our conversation we had last night mm-hmm. about sort of a pivot of yours, let's say. Mm-hmm. How How is that going? How did that feel? You made a post on social media about it. Well, right now it feels, uh, I would honestly say like completely unnatural. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah, totally. Because, because of, because it requires so much branding and so much just like changing what I have been posting for the last two or three years online and changing the presence. So it was nice. There was a really nice response from it, but the... Um, yeah, actually changing the content that I'm posting. Like for example, this morning I was, I was doing some vocal exercises and, uh, I'm on the piano and I'm thinking to myself, Oh, I should post this. This is good content. But then I'm like, Oh, I am, I'm in this place where I'm having to reframe the content I'm posting, even the story stuff. So where before I was kind of posting this, this jokey, goofy content, which I, I think is still going to work. There's no problem with that. It, it is who I am anyway. Um, but it's just like initially it kind of, it puts a weight on it. I'll say it, it makes it like, Oh, makes you think about it. Definitely. It makes me think about the content. It makes me, it, it adds a bit of an attachment to changing what is being presented on social media. And so now there's kind of an expectation that's been built is what I'm noticing. So, right away. F- so for context, uh, you've been doing sort of music and goofy posting and now you're pivoting more to like motivational and giving back information that you've cultivated and gathered. Yeah. I mean, just, just offering more valuable content because I mean, for the most part, what I was doing, I guess, was being an entertainer. And so I'd be posting, let's say, uh, stories of, I don't know, me playing a different song or a goofy song or doing this or doing that or, but then not really having that much direction outside of it, just being musically focused. And so now it's like, instead of, this is the best way I can explain it. In in acting, uh, we call it uh, being masturbatory. So you'll get actors who go on stage and they're doing an audition or they're they're doing a scene and it's like they're just fucking jerking off on stage. And it's like, well, that's awesome. That's great that you can do all of those things. We we have the same thing in music. In music yeah, <laughs> yeah I've, 
I guess, yeah, you get people that are just like <laughs> shredding. Well, they're not there. It's all about you're either there for yourself or you're there for the overall creation, right? Yeah, totally. If you roll up on stage and you're like, oh my God, I'm going to play this guitar solo. I'm the best. Or if you're like versus being on stage and like listening to the rest of the people and being like, oh, I'm actually going to play this kind of solo, but it's going to be more laid back because I'm listening to the other parts everybody else is doing. So I should fit into the mold that they're doing. So overall we have a better picture. Yeah, exactly. So that, that's what I feel. I feel that I've been being masturbatory (laughs) for the last, I don't know, a couple of years, I guess not. And if, and it's maybe, maybe not the case because I'm very conscious of that. I'm trying not to do that, but the content I've been posting feels like that. And so it was just through a series of testing that I put out a few different stories or I put out, you know, this or that different content. And it was more educational. It was more from my view, valuable as far as how it would benefit the reader or the person consuming the content. And so from that lens, it, it, it seems a lot more needed than what I'm posting. This is what I'll say is that I think both are needed, but I agree with you that from my perspective, if I see you giving information, because this is obviously my brother and I've had the benefit of being close to him for a long time. And therefore anytime he researches something, finishes a book and synthesizes that information, like he's really good at that. He's really good at breaking it down. And so I get the benefit of, he comes to me and he teaches me this information. I don't even have to read the book, but I just get a kind of awesome breakdown of the whole thing and that that's been incredibly valuable in my journey and so I think that if the foundation of what you do is that you're synthesizing information for others who don't necessarily have that ability it takes a village to raise a child blah 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 we all know we understand that like if you live alone and you only have one person influence you that's not really that good for you you need to have a lot of different people influencing you. Mm -hmm. So adding your resources to the pool of influence, people need that. Yeah. It's, I think it's more natural for me to be doing. I mean, it's not like the music or the goofiness is going to go away. That's a part of, it shouldn't, it, it, it can't, it's who I am. So, but the, at least adding that other layer of content and then also creating a, platform where people can go and like for the last I'll say 10 maybe maybe even longer since 2009 when I first started experiencing like this immense chunk of anxiety and I was forced to kind of go problem solving mode since then and even prior to then I can think back to like the beginning of high school which would have been like 2004 I guess um that was the first moment that I remember having a document that was a synthesis of a bunch of information, a bunch of different people that I was studying at the time I was really obsessed with basketball. And so I had collected all of these quotes from various sources, whether it be Michael Jordan, Steve Nash, um, like legendary coaches from all over the place and just put this document together that I would look at and I would read and I would go, Oh my God, and that would get me fired up, and and then I would push and in myself, ret- and in return get the rest of the team fired up. Totally, yeah. Right? Just based on what it did for me, 
because it would get me going and then I would go to the gym and I'd be pushing myself and people just see it from the outside and they're like, whoa. And so, yeah, our team started to fly because I don't like, I don't take credit for that, but the effort I was putting in certainly was um, adding emphasis for them or adding motivation for them. It's, <laughs> and, it's, it's like you have told me before uh, a bit of information from your previous research mm -hmm. that like as humans we tend to when we meet up with we, with each other we're trying to match each other energy wise yeah. and like frequency wise we're trying to balance and become on each other's levels and uh so in that same sense if you're on a team it's sort of a family you're you're becoming sort of psychically connected to all these people mm -hmm. and so when one person goes all in it's hard for the rest of the people not to follow suit yeah definitely i mean even like even just i don't want to get into it really but mirror neurons just that on its own if you just think about mirror neurons and how we are we all naturally have these mirror neurons and we all want to connect out of that whole social group like oh we really need to connect or how else how else do we feel good so even just that fact alone, it encourages that if you have one person who's taking the lead on something and pushing it up in a good direction. And we all sense it. We see like, oh, this person is moving fast in a good direction. And we go like, I want to go there. Yes, that's our whole social media journey. Yeah. Every single one of us, we're just watching other people uh, using our mirror neurons, trying to like absorb their powers. Or yeah. at least my that's my journey. I'm trying to absorb their powers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there was something I was trying to get to, but I forgot. Your basketball journey? Well, it oh. was about the, oh, the content, right? Yeah. Because um, I've been collecting all this content for years, and I have, I'll say, like, probably, f I, I <laughs> got, it's got to be like 50 plus journals worth just filled of different theories or concepts or things that I've put together. And then I've, because I've tried to write, I'm going to say books for, I've tried to write like seven or eight different books and gotten like 40 pages in and then stopped. And then I was like, oh, you know, it'd be better for me because I'm a little sporadic with my information. It'd be better if I wrote a blog. And so I started doing blog posts. And so now I have like pages and pages of 95% finished blogs and like, and it's all just information that's collected from other people put into documents put into that they're supposed to be tools in the end it's all meant to be a tool the hilarious <laughs> part of all this is the book that you read to gather all the that information is just a thin synthesis of, of, their, of their information gathered so it's just like it's, gather that's what i mean the, <laughs> yeah the most amazing part about a book is that somebody has giving they're giving you their lifetime's worth of studies synthesized through their own brain like processed through their experience and then delivered to you compressing like 10 plus years of information that's incredible yeah yeah that's why i love books so much and you can't get that information in any other way through written word too because the author has to sit there and literally sculpt True. that out and really take the time to create that and it's not like you write a chapter in one go you write and you have to go back and write and write and write and like correct and adapt and look at sources it's not it's a lot there's a very small percentage of people who write books and there's a there's a reason for that yeah definitely who finish them who finish sure. books yeah. yeah like yeah yeah i never thought i would in my life i don't know i did a lot of things where i've like crushed 
in the past, I've crushed things because I never thought I had the capabilities. So writing a book was always one of those things that when I was younger, I thought about it and I was like, there's no way that I'm the type of person who will ever write a book. But through my journey, through uh, becoming a sound guy and because that was one of the things, there's just like certain things like sound tech was one thing where I was like, I'll never be a sound tech because I had a good friend of mine who was very technically inclined. And so I always just gave him all of that ability. And anytime I needed something done in that way, I asked him for help mm. and I just wrote it off as something I would never do. And basically when I became a sound tech and after long enough of being a sound tech, it changed my whole worldview because it was like, that's something I specifically told myself I would never do. So then I'm like, well, that just means that everything I specifically told myself I would never do, I will specifically do because because I told myself I won't do it. Just out of needing to overcome those things? Because it's possible. Because it is possible. Because I, I, I conquered one of them. Yeah, so, so then true. it opened up the possibility that like... Everything I've ever told myself I couldn't do, I actually can do. Yes. Yeah. So I think that's like... That's a big... That's it's a huge. Big discovery. Yeah. It's like, oh shit, man. Yeah. I can actually, I can actually do anything then. And then I'm like... I get frustrated when I see other people saying like that they can't or they, they come up to me when I'm doing sound or video or something and they're like, oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. They put it up on this pedestal. And it's like, no, I'm I'm I come from being a dumbass. Like I come from being really feeling like a dumbass, feeling believing like a dumbass, that you are yes, a dumbass, being very mentally lazy. Yeah. All throughout school. And yeah. not believing in myself, not believing in my intelligence, not thinking that I'm intelligent at all. Yeah. And just later in my life realizing that, hey, I have my own intelligence and we all have our own intelligences. And so we can actually approach something in completely different ways. So you might look at somebody and be like, oh, wow, they're a sound tech or wow, that person's a writer. But the weird thing is that every single person has this unique intelligence. And so if they approach it, they're going to do it in a brand new way. And if the person who's already established could even take a moment to listen to that person who's brand new, they can learn from them because they're coming at it with such a fresh perspective totally. and from their, their unique intelligence that they're going to have a brand new way of doing it that the person who's been established in yeah. it couldn't even see. It's so hard for somebody who's that deep into their career, though, to listen, like for the ego to be over... Unless you're really, really secure in what you're doing, to listen to somebody who's new into your field, that's the greatest challenge of all. That's like, oh my goodness. If you can over overcome that, that's like, that's Buddha level uh, meditation, Buddha level understanding, uh, energetic control. It's like, wow, incredible. Letting go of ego. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, aren't we all here to grow skills and be awesome we are for sure and and there should be no reason that you can't listen to somebody who who has a totally different perspective there's no like they've grown and lived a whole different life their filter their brain their processing the way they hear the information is so significantly different than yours that you absolutely absolutely should be listening to them but that's not the the culture that we live in it's not the like society really doesn't support that as a whole. It's very true. But that's again, it's 
through discovering my own capabilities, it's allowed me to really look like even I'm sitting on social media and I just think about some of the things that we as a culture do now compared to the past mm. where we, uh, I feel like the, the our timer's going to go off soon. So Probably. I'm distracted. Don't, don't <laughs> focus on that. I know. Because, okay, once it goes off, we'll we'll wrap it up. We'll okay. have like, we'll have a, like a minute to wrap okay, up. Okay, cool. Yeah. We're not just cutting <laughs> so off. They're 21 minutes long. We Perfect. have one minute to wrap it up when the timer goes off. <laughs> oh, my God. My intuition is just But like isn't timer. it funny? Because it makes it like, okay, we got to focus on one topic. So this time I know we focused a bit more on mine. So next time we'll just focus on your doesn't, journey right after. Uh, it doesn't matter. No, it does because we want the dynamic yes. information, right? Yes. I mean, it's totally off the cuff and just whatever it's going to be. So yeah, that's the beauty of it is we're mm -hmm. just going to like channel this moment and then express mm. this moment. Well, while we're doing this, I can feel the, uh, already I can feel the importance of the information. Same. So Same. Uh, I'm happy that we're just delving into it for Same. sure. Yeah, no. This it's is very meta to be talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to my point, which is that yeah, I'm sitting on, point? basically I'm sitting on social media and I think, I don't know, I, I, I've seen it as a habit in our society where people are just like, oh man, this person's so dumb. Or like they see oh, their yeah. posts. It's really easy to think people are dumb. But when you really break it down and you consider that like we all... For, for example, how people take in information now on social media, through my own posting journey, I've come to notice it because someone, they won't even interact with my post. They won't like it. They won't comment on it. They'll see it. And then next time I see them in person, they'll mention it. They'll be like, wow, they blah, blah, blah. They'll, they'll mention it to me, right? Mm -hmm. But to me, it's so wild because this is something that I've posted and like I don't have an attachment to whether they interact or not with it because I've been that person. I've been on that side of like, I'm not in interaction mode. I'm in like watching Netflix mode. Yeah. So I'm on social media and I don't want to, I don't want them to know that I saw it. So right. I don't want to double click it. Yeah. I don't want them. I don't want to interact. Like I 100% get it because at one point with social media, I did it for years where I didn't interact. Yeah. I just watched. So I've been there. So I fully understand it. But if you think about how quickly it's like the same thing as like where they say within the first few, like half of a second, a girl will know if she wants to sleep with a guy or not. Right. It's like that level of intelligence through social media where we instantly see things and we instantly it's like people write their own stories of my journey. It's yeah. like a creative endeavor for them totally. because they totally in their brain write out kind of a roadmap of what they think I'm doing based on what they're seeing in a fucking millisecond. Yeah. And I love that. It's sometimes it's annoying because they, they put it on the pedestal or they think, they think things that aren't necessarily true. They like the thing through social media where it's yeah. it always looks like the perfect life. But just the fact that their intelligence breaks it down like that in that moment, that's hella cool. And every single one of us does that now. Like we are hella intelligent and we yeah. don't recognize it. And it's kind of, it's what we talked about yesterday with, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And we actually, it's so interesting how we'll watch someone and we are only capable of perceiving the portion of them that they share with us. Because we mm. don't go and actively... 
it's not like, okay, let's say you've got somebody who's doing an art page and they're posting all of this beautiful art they're doing and themselves painting. It's not like you're also sitting there thinking to yourself, I wonder what this person's home life is like. Do they have kids? Do they have, you know, like you don't take the time to process it on that level. And, and so we end up just seeing and perceiving what's given to us. And so it's very cool. Like this is all just connecting with the new, uh, the pivot here is because yeah. now, now I can show a different part of myself. Now there's, uh, and the irony is that part has existed all along, but nobody has recognized it because I haven't shown it to them. And it's, there's no reason for them to see it otherwise. And that's another crazy thing is, is you're completely in control of your image in these days yeah. because it's through social media, yeah. especially let's talk about in just in COVID days where we're not seeing each other face to face. So you're literally in command of what people experience of your image. It's, and it's such a, oh, there it is. So we got to wrap it up now. Wrap okay. up. Instant pause on what we were saying. <laughs> so what was the... What was this one about? This one was about um, your pivot and social media marketing and then just like people's capabilities and knowing that they're more in, like just we're way more intelligent than we recognize yeah. because like a hundred years ago, intelligence was a different thing. Yeah. But now we take for granted this level of intelligence we all have. And then as well, just like that you're in control of your image and how you market yourself. But then one last point I wanted to make yeah, about yeah. that was yeah. that, like you said, you're crafting a deeper web. So all the people who are interacting with you online, they already have sort of a web built out from all the posts that you've had. Yeah. So they subconscious, this goes back to their intelligence. Yeah. They're so goddamn intelligent, intelligent that the second they see your name in the corner when you've posted a story all of that information all of that data floods back to them in that in that freaking second and they know what to expect yeah. now when they click on that and you present new information they're surprised but if they enjoy it it just adds to the collection of their memory yeah and it almost overwrites. That's the crazy thing because if you do shitty stuff, but then you come back with positive, it can overwrite the bad stuff too. Yeah. Okay. One, I have one yeah. on, on this because that's a great point. Think about Red Bull for a second. Yeah. Red Bull is a drink, a fucking energy drink. They started as an energy drink. Yeah. They branched out into the sports world to the point now that I go to the, the Red Bull channel all the time because they're posting these epic sporting events, they have changed their whole brand and just connected it entirely with sporting, like extreme sporting. Yeah. So they don't even talk about Red Bull the drink, anymore. Yeah. They don't even talk about the drink. They do music they, too. They yeah. do just all of these extreme things. Yeah. But we all know what Red Bull is. Yeah, they don't have to advertise at all. They don't have all. to advertise at all. Yeah. So that's like pretty cool. Yes. Pretty cool. Yes, it is. Yep. And, and that's, that's us. We develop that for them. Each, yes, exactly. Each individual person watching the brand, watching them through and over time. And them listening. Yeah. It's, it's like a collaborative thing. Yeah. So yeah, your brand that you're looking for is a collaborative thing. You got to test the market. You got to ask questions. You got to try things. You got to experiment. Yeah. 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 Cool. cool. Podcast one. Episode one. Episode one. Chabot Bros podcast. Yeah. Okay. And we'll try and keep them. Did we make it? We probably did 25 minutes in the end. 22, 23, 24, 25, whatever. <laughs> under, under 30. As long as we <laughs> keep it. 
As long as we wrap, we'll try and wrap up in like two to three minutes. That's all right. Good. Yeah. Time for the wrap up. Yeah. Okay. Wrap it up. <laughs> trying to imitate that something we've done in the past. <laughs> <laughs> we tried. Yeah, we tried. And, and scene. scene.